Welcome to Phone Messages, episode 190, Just Rambling. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number six from Julia D'Amico. The message is 11 seconds long and comes from the spring of 1990. Here we go. Hey, Mr. Foch, this isn't recognized what that was on your answer machine. Move that and listen closely enough. Well, I'm just rambling, so I think I'll get off the phone. Um, oh, I talked to Mocha. I started to call you Mr. Foch, I guess. Did, did you call anybody else by Mr.? No, I don't think so. If I did, I don't remember, but... It sounded to me like I was saying to you, oh, I talked to Tomoko. It must have, maybe we were doing something, right? Like, oh, I talked to Tomoko and we're going to have tapas on Thursday or something like that. She did a lot of work with the film, the Chicago Film Festival. So maybe we were going to see a movie together or something. That was something I wanted to ask you about. You did some kind of volunteer work for the Chicago Film Festival, or...? Yeah, I did once. I was the jury coordinator, so I drove a big van with all the jury members, and I drove them around to their screenings and their lunches and their dinners, and I sort of sat quietly with them while they ate and things. So I sort of shepherded the jury. They'd have a jury assembled of film professionals and filmmakers. They would give awards to the films. So that year was um, Marcel Ophuls was on the jury, and he was wonderful. Um, if they were screening films in the office, I remember buying things and creating like a table of food for them. Then I made sure they got to all their events. And it was like, you know, get up and get them there first thing and make sure they're all their meals. And they would have evening activities and I'd have to get them to that and then get them home. And like I did it every day, all day for like two weeks or a week or something, whatever it was. How did you find out about this? I was finishing up my master's degree, so I was writing my master's paper, you know, so it's sort of like you can't do that all the time, you know what I mean? You can't just sit there and plug away. So I needed something else. I needed some kind of distraction. And so, yeah, I just went in and volunteered. I didn't have any expectation to do anything in particular. You know, I thought I'd be taking tickets or something, and instead I wound up doing this. So were you paid for this? No. I was not paid. It was a volunteer gig. And then the idea was I would get to see the films. In my case, I remember I was doing this transporting all the time. So I really don't remember. I don't remember seeing any films. But I did get to spend time with these great, like, eight or whatever it was, people who I really respected um, and really liked. And they gave me a gift. They all got together. The the jury members got together. And they bought me um, a pearl necklace, actually. Was there anything, like, that, that happened that went wrong or anything like that that you remember? The, the only thing I remember going wrong on the... Like the first day, I, so I had had to set up all these reservations and I would call ahead to try to, well, this is the jury, you know, to try to make sure the experience was a good one for the jury. And I had called, I just, I had a list of restaurants where they wanted me to take the jury members. I think we had a deal with these different restaurants. So, and then it was not just me because there were other filmmakers coming in and so other, you know, mem other members of the 
sort of team would have to take these other people out to dinner. So, you know, you sort of had to make sure you didn't use something that someone else needed. I remember I called one restaurant and I thought it sounded fine, but I remember that I think it was the head of the festival or somebody decided it wasn't a good enough restaurant for the first day. And I still feel guilty about this. I guess I didn't call the restaurant back and say, I'm so sorry, we're not going to be there. And then they had sort of prepared a space for the jury, you know, sort of had done what I had asked, which is, you know, can you just, there's a jury, they're special, they're, you know. And so that I, to this day, feel guilty about, that I just somehow blew it and didn't call back and cancel their reservation. The Chicago International Film Festival claims to be the longest-running film festival in North America. The idea for it came from a 22-year-old Michael Kutza after a 15-minute experimental film he made for a class at Roosevelt University won an award in the amateur film category at Cannes in 1962. Inspired by his experience at Cannes and other festivals, in 1965, Kutze used funds from his physician father to rent the Carnegie Theater on North Rush Street and show films submitted for awards in categories ranging from experimental to cartoon. Although attendance was low, with the help of silent film star Colleen Moore, he was able to attract celebrities like Betty Davis, King Vidor, and Stanley Kramer, who gave a lecture on film as entertainment one night of the festival. Few people may be aware that three years before Kutza held his first event, a similar idea had come to fruition at the University of Chicago. The Documentary Film Group, which is the oldest student film society in the country, sponsored the Midwest Film Festival, inviting submissions of 16mm films from independent producers. In addition to four nights of screenings at the Law School Theater, the inaugural festival featured a lecture by film critic and historian Arthur Knight on the art of Ingmar Bergman. The festival's second year attracted influential critic Pauline Kael as one of its judges and received a long profile in Popular Photography magazine. The first prize that year went to Metanoia, an experimental film by abstract painter Ilya Bolotowski. For reasons I could not determine, 1964 proved to be the last year of the festival. But after learning of its cancellation, another group of film devotees created the Whole House Film Festival, named after the institution founded by Jane Addams. The gala held screenings and talks on the Illinois Institute for Technology campus in May of 1965 and attracted notables such as experimentalist Kenneth Anger, and Hollywood legend Gloria Swanson. Unfortunately, this festival only lasted a year, again for unclear reasons. Perhaps 
organizers saw it as redundant after the emergence of Kutz's event five months later. Moving forward to 1994, the year Julia volunteered, in addition to his role on the jury, Marcel Ophuls screened his film The Troubles We've Seen, A History of Journalism in Wartime, which was about media coverage of the Bosnian War. The winner of the festival's top prize that year went to Michael Hanukkah's 71 Fragments of a Chronology of Chance, a fragmented mystery focused on a mass killing. This was perhaps not a surprising choice, considering the jury was led by the director of The Sorrow and the Pity. In 2017, Kutza turned over management of the festival to program director Mimi Plochet, while he continued as president and CEO of Cinema Chicago, the festival's parent organization. After moving some screenings to a drive-in theater and others online in 2020, due to you-know-what, affairs returned to somewhat normal in 2021, and this fall the festival will celebrate its 58th year. If you want to celebrate my 58th year in Technicolor, go to pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Many thanks to Julia for her cinematic story. And thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.